This is Portia Ella. I'm a huge fan of Portia Ella. Thank you. I'm at a point where I'm about 85% of my makeup, my skincare comes from Portia Ella and from the brands that you offer within there. I love the fact that they're women. I love the fact that it's ethical beauty and that you're supporting the Canadian economy. You know, it's all about conscious consumerism. It's about thinking about what you consume. It's about thinking about your health. It's about thinking about the future. And it's about thinking about the process of how this product got into your hands. Where can I find Portia Ella? At the Outlet Collection Mall. It's right across the IKEA Keneston. You want to utilize everything you have. That's the right thing to do. At the same time, you can start switching one thing at a time. You start, let's say you're out of cleanser, then go get a new cleanser that you feel absolutely great about. You run out of foundation, well, go ahead and come see our options and just choose a new foundation that you're absolutely fine about. Or if you're a makeup artist, what that means is some of your clients will request different things and make sure you have these options in your makeup bag. That's all about options. That's what Porchella is all about. It's to honor the feminine within each one of us in a way that sustains all life on earth. This is Portia Ella. Safety Net Studio presents. Followed sometimes, even though there's no one else in the house. I can definitely need to help them. Welcome to Ask a Medium. Here's intuitive medium and occult specialist, Rachel Styles. Loves. This is Rachel Styles, Intuitive Medium. Welcome to my podcast called Ask a Medium. I just wanted to give a shout out this morning to my listeners in Brandon, Manitoba and Saskatoon. Thank you so much for listening. I went out last night and uh, something that's really always interesting for me is, is when I go out in new social situations and, and meet new people, I always feel like a bit of apprehension to tell people what I do for a living because I know I'm going to have to explain myself. And it's always either met with people being very excited that I'm a medium or they just look very confused, like I'm from another planet or something like this. But I ran into this woman last night who was telling me about her dreams. And she has something that's called prophetic dreaming. And what that means is the way that she gets intuitive information is through her dream style, through lucid dreaming. So what prophetic dreaming is, is that she actually has dreams about events or situations that actually end up transpiring. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about dreams and just share an exercise or something that I do um, when I'm trying to, um, I guess, encourage lucid dreaming within myself. So, and that's the thing, if you do get information through dreaming or prophetic dreaming, the challenge is, is that you can't do that every night or you can't you know, choose to do it or um, make yourself do it. So this is an exercise that can help aid you in doing it. What I do is I take a ritual bath before bed. And what that means is I just add some salt to the bath and maybe some herbs, some other things, just in an, an attempt to remove any residual energy that I might be carrying from the day. And I just try and ground myself, center myself, and then... I call upon um, some of my ancestors, so that's some of your loved ones that may have passed or be in spirit, to come assist you to in your dreams to bring you information. So after my bath, I go lay down in bed, and I put an object behind, behind my bed. Don't put it behind your bed. Put it beside your bed of a loved one, something that belonged to them. Because when you put objects around you that belong to your loved ones, it carries their energy, and so it makes it much easier for them to come through. 
and then I write on a piece of paper something that I'd like to know or a question that I have or something in my life that doesn't have resolve that I'd like to dream about. And then I drink an obscene amount of water, like drink as much water as you can. And just when you think you've drank too much, drink some more. (laughs) Then I go to bed because what happens is that every night, every single person dreams. Every single person has probably between four and six dreams a night, depending on how long you sleep for. Everyone goes into dreaming when we go into something called REM sleep, and that's the deepest level of sleep. It's rapid eye movement. So the only people that don't dream are people that snore. Like if you have sleep apnea or something like that, it prevents you from being able to go into those deep stages of sleep. So you never get to the point where you can dream. So like I said, I drink all this water and then it causes me to wake up shortly after or an hour later or an hour and a half later so that I have to go to the washroom. And at that point, I write down anything that I can remember about the dream I just had. Because generally on a normal night, what would happen for you is you would go to bed, you would have you know, four to six dreams, um, but we only remember the last one we had when we woke up, right? So the challenge that you're trying to do with this exercise is to continually wake up through the night. So you're trying to wake yourself up during each stage, after each stage of REM sleep, um, which happens naturally, for you to remember all of your dreams as opposed to just the last one that you had. So I will drink the water, I will get up, I will write down the dream, and then I drink more water before I go back to sleep. And then I wake up again, I write down the details, I go to the bathroom, and then I drink more water and go back to sleep. So truthfully, you know, you're not going to sleep very much. (laughs) So do it on a night when you don't have to go to work the next day or don't have a lot of stuff going on the next day. It is a little bit of a commitment, but that's, you know, with all things metaphysical, all things occult, usually it's just a lot of work. And when I've had people do this exercise that that have had prophetic dreaming in the past, it works very well from the, for them. They have really great results. So I highly encourage it. Also, like I said, it's very important that you write that information down because what they say is that When you wake up after a dream, they say that within the first five minutes, you forget 50% of that information. And within the first 10 minutes, you forget 80% of that information. So it's really important. As soon as you open your eyes, just jot down a couple things, you know, boy, boat, blue, like just anything that you get to jog your memory later. So that's a little exercise that I do. I actually do it on the full moons because I find that to be early sacred time to do that sort of work. That's usually when things are a little bit heightened or people are a little bit more in tune. So I recommend that you try that out. If you do try it out and you have great results, message me. I would love to hear about it. Okay, let's take our first caller. Hello, name's Mike. I was just wanted to ask a question about me and my ex-girlfriend, Serena. We broke up, and I just trying everything to get back together with her. I mean, it's, you know, I sent her messages about everything I did. It meant to all my faults, and just, just trying to see if we're ever going to get back together, because, I mean, she's everything that matters to me. I really can't see myself being with anyone else. So just wondering how to see what you said about it, if it was possible that we were going to get back together or if we weren't. 
Thank you. Thanks, Mike. Um, I appreciate you sharing that information with us. I know that sometimes topics of that nature can be make people vulnerable or, or really sensitive. So, you know, I appreciate you sharing that. What I'm getting is I do feel that there's some lack of trust that was created between you two. And I'm also getting my symbol for like negative patterns and behaviors. So I don't know if there was anything that you contributed to the relationship that had to do with addictions or infidelity um, or high levels of negativity, something like this. Um, but I feel like that's what you sort of contributed to the relationship. Um, you know that uh, you guys are highly compatible. You know that you meet on a heart center level and an intuitive level and that there's balance between you. Um, but for some reason, whatever negative patterns, behaviors that you were bringing to the relationship at that time was competing with the relationship. So it wasn't honoring the relationship. And um, she has great feelings for you. She feels depressed or disheartened about the relationship because she feels like there's been more bad things than good things. I do feel that she just kind of needs some time. You know, in her mind right now, she is set on not, um, I guess, like pursuing that relationship. But I believe that if you give her space and you give her a little bit of time and you continue to uh, contact her or message her, um, that's what it's going to take to kind of win her back. She's waiting. She's waiting to feel better. She's uh, waiting for that heartache to pass. Whatever did transpire in the relationship caused her a great deal of stress. So she lost a lot of sleep over it. She had a hard time staying asleep or falling asleep, I believe, during that time period. And I believe that she feels that you were being dishonest. So the problem is, is, is that it's the job of the masculine to hold space for a woman in a relationship, okay? So he needs to make her feel safe. He needs to make her feel secure, make her feel like he chooses her over other women and that he's always got her back. When a guy makes a woman feel like that, then she has permission to be weak and vulnerable and sexually wild and unbridled and caring and compassion, compassionate like like a mother. Um, that's the job of the feminine. So if a relationship isn't working out, it's because a guy isn't doing a good job holding space or a woman isn't receiving from a man and allowing him to do things for her, allowing him to want to sleep with her or to give to her and make herself vulnerable. So the challenge for this relationship is I do feel that there were some things that you did that compromised you holding space for her. And so now she's going to have a hard time feeling safe so that she can be vulnerable. And when you make a woman feel like that, you really get the best out of her. Um, that's a lot of misconceptions that guys don't understand. If you can just make a woman feel honored, she will give you the highest version of herself. So I do feel like she still has feelings for you. She has a lot of love for you. You know, she had high aspirations of the relationship and she would consider starting something new with you, but she's literally on the fence and there's something very specifically that I pick up that you're not willing to change. So I don't know what that is, but she is specifically waiting for you to change one detail about your life that she is not okay with. So just know if this woman means a lot to you and you do feel that you're meant to be with her, then you would have to change that aspect of your life before she would consider doing something with you again. All I can encourage you to do at this time, because like I said, she's going to need a bit of time. 
Um, let me just check here. Yeah, she might need a long time, longer than you think. But like I said, women love to be pursued. So just keep messaging her. Keep trying to make changes in your life. I do believe she is worth it. So you're going to have to do some work in order for that to work out. But there is a possibility of that door opening for you again. You're just, you're going to have to make those changes and you're going to have to make her feel honored and make her feel safe. And if there has been dishonesty, then that may take a long time for you to prove that to her. Okay. Thank you so much for calling and I wish you the best of luck. You deserve all the love and all the thanks. part of the show. We're going to do today's daily tarot card pull. And so today we have the devil. The devil is a major life lesson. And a lot of people freak out when I do readings and they get the devil. They think that like there's going to be a demon or something that's going to come get them. And that's not what it means. It means that each of us has a shadow self. Each of us has negative defects of character. And it's usually negative patterns and behaviors. So what do you do too much in your life that isn't serving you? Do you overeat? Do you overdrink? Do you overspend? Do you oversex? Do you watch too much porn? You online shopping? What are you doing? Are you cheating on your spouse? Are you thinking about cheating on your spouse? Whatever you're doing, you're spending too much energy on these negative defects of character that aren't serving you, okay? And interestingly enough, if you, I can't show you, but if you looked at the uh, tarot card of the devil, there's these two people that have chains around their necks and they're chained to the devil. And people always think that we're chained to those negative patterns and behaviors, but we're not because the chains are big enough where we can just slip them off our heads at any time. So if you do feel that you're in a little bit of a rut, that you've got a little bit of a low vibration, it's time to just cut out the crap that isn't serving you. The second you do that, the second you do that, stop talking to those people that aren't serving you. Stop going to those places that aren't serving you. Stop taking those actions that aren't serving you. And as soon as you do that, you immediately raise your vibration and immediately feel better. So I will leave you with this. I always ask myself, does this feel light or does it feel heavy? And if something feels heavy to you, that means it's not serving you. It's not contributing to your development or you becoming the highest version of yourself. If something feels light, then you should run at that as fast as you can, because when you do, you will be rewarded with amazing things. Do you have a question about the afterlife, the occult, or are you experiencing things regarding the paranormal? Call Rachel today at 204-417-4569. That's 204-417-GLOW. Okay, let's take our next caller. Rachel, love your show. So for the past few days, probably about 90% of the times that I get into my car, uh, which is probably like three times a day, there has been a giant moth fluttering around. So, and every time I open my window and it flies out. So is a moth some kind of symbol or is it just maybe there's a giant moth nest somewhere in my car? And yes, your response is greatly appreciated. Thank you. Ooh, I love when that happens. I actually had a spider in my car. It was like living in my car for a week, making webs. It would hang out on my steering wheel while I was driving, and I absolutely adored it. I named him, we were good friends, and then he moved out. But the moth does have very specific meaning to me. And again, when you're looking at symbology, it's contingent on the culture that you're referring it to. But to me, what a moth 
means is that there's news coming. So there's really big news coming. Again, it can represent some form of transformation. So you can expect like getting something in the mail, getting some big news. You could get a promotion at work or have someone ask you to marry you or just some sort of like huge news that's going to be transpiring for you in the new future the new future, the near future. What I also feel is that there's going to be a lot of work for you to do around this. So please pay attention in the next 30 days for any opportunities, like I mentioned, that are presented to you. And if they are, you need to take action right away to pursue them. Do not think about them. Do not let them linger. Do not leave them. I want you to go full steam ahead. What I'd also like you to do is I'd like you to imagine what kind of life you'd like to have. Because they're giving me my symbol for manifesting. So what that means is when we manifest, we have to imagine, like, let's say I could just wave a magic wand right now and make your life perfect. What does it look like? What kind of job would you have? What would the hours be? How much would you get paid? What would be a perfect relationship? Or if you could have perfect things about your health or anything that you're trying to transpire, I want you to imagine if I could just make it perfect for you right now what would it be? You know, for me, I'd go to Greece every summer. I'd take belly dancing. I'd be with a guy that's like this, this, and this. My job would turn into this. And when we know what those outcomes are for manifesting, then we have to change the way we think and the change the way we speak because the way we think and the way we speak affects our decision-making process, which leads us to those outcomes. So the message that I feel like I want to give with you is that whatever the perfect outcomes could be for you in your life, they are totally obtainable. And that's the challenge. A lot of people go, oh, if my life was perfect, it'd be this, but I'll never have that. So that's exactly what they're manifesting. So I just want you to think really big and I want you to feel that you're loved and supported by the divine and there's lots of opportunity for you to change your life. Big things are coming for you, mama. So pay attention to that news that's going to be brought to you shortly. And uh, yeah, look for those moths. So that's what I have for you guys today. I hope you enjoyed this season of Ask a Medium. I look forward to taking your calls for next season. Please, the message line is still open. It's 204-417-GLOW. That's 204-417-4569. It will be open for the next month. So you continue to make those calls and we will continue to make those episodes in the fall for you. If you have any questions for me or would like to contact me in some way, you can look at the information information in the pod script below. I love you guys. Have an amazing summer. Get out in the sun and uh, soak up those vibes. Thanks for listening. Subscribe now to this podcast and check out other podcasts from Safety Net Studio by visiting the website safetynetstudio.com. This is Portia Ella. I'm a huge fan of Portia Ella. Thank you. I'm at a point where I'm about 85% of my makeup, my skincare comes from Portia Ella and from the brands that you offer within there. I love the fact that they're women. I love the fact that it's ethical beauty and that you're supporting the Canadian economy. You know, it's all about conscious consumerism. It's about thinking about what you consume. It's about thinking about your health. It's about thinking about the future. And it's about thinking about the process of how this product got into your hands. Where can I find Portia Ella? At the Outlet Collection Mall. It's right across the IKEA on 
on Canestan. You want to utilize everything you have. That's the right thing to do. At the same time, you can start switching one thing at a time. You start, let's say you're out of cleanser, then go get a new cleanser that you feel absolutely great about. You run out of foundation, well, go ahead and come see our options and just choose a new foundation that you're absolutely fine about. Or if you're a makeup artist, what that means is some of your clients will request different things and make sure you have these options in your makeup bag. That's all about options. That's what Porchella is all about, is to honor the feminine within each one of us in a way that sustains all life on earth. This is Portia Ella.